0: We are the Hallmarkies podcast, and we are so excited to be here today. I'm Rachel, and Amber's here. Hello, everybody. And today we are talking Chesapeake Shores. The new season is coming, and we have a special guest here to talk it over with us all the drama of the O'Briens. from Twitter, Hallmark My Words, and we're so excited to get her insight into this show. So, Casey, why don't you introduce yourself?
1: Hey, I'm Casey. I um, just kind of started this whole Hallmark fandom a couple of years ago, starting with uh when calls the heart and then I found Chesapeake Shores and I super love that. So here I am. You can follow me on Hallmark My Words on Twitter.
0: Great. Well, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. And we're so excited to talk about Chesapeake Shores new season that is starting on it's August 5th, right? Yeah, New season that is starting August 5th, and we will be covering it every week like we've done with The Good Witch and with When Calls the Heart. So it should be really fun. And uh, so, Amber, why don't we talk about our sort of overall feelings for these first two seasons of the show. You can listen to our original recap that we did of seasons one and two. I'll put a link down in the description section. Uh, but Amber, what are, you, what are your overall feelings for this show so far? Um,
2: I think the show does a pretty good job. It sometimes get in, gets into some lame stuff that mm-hmm. I don't really care about. Hashtag land trust. But um, <laughs> for the most part, I really like it. I think it's probably my favorite of the, no, second favorite, because Good Witch is so amazing. <laughs> um, but that's is basically my, my way of saying I like it more than one calls the heart. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I, uh, yeah, so I really like the show. I think it's interesting and fun and I like the characters.
0: Cool. Casey, what do you think of this show so far? Um, so I
1: loved season one. I loved it. I love the dynamics with the family and the drama and just, you know, all the little moving pieces and stuff. Season two, I liked, I'm hoping season three will be a little better than season two, um, there are just a lot of things where I was kind of like, mm, nope. mm. like the land trust and other <laughs>
0: things getting too get into later. Yeah. So for me, I feel like this show feels like a throwback to the kind of shows that Aaron Spelling would produced in the 90s. Like things like, uh, your 90210, your 7th Heaven, your, um, I don't know, Dynasty, those kinds of shows that were kind of Evening soap operas, primetime soap operas that were usually they and, and obviously it has sort of a hallmark kind of
2: gloss Purity. to
0: it, yeah. impurity to it. But I don't know. I feel like it's kind of in that spirit of type of show that he would have he would have done, and uh, so I enjoy that. I think that's fun. I always liked those kinds of shows, and I I think the the, the things I I think it's very well cast. I really like all. Of the actors that they got, and I I think that helps a lot in this kind of a show. If you have likable, uh, it, uh, if you have likable, attractive, engaging actors in this kind of show, then that goes a long way, I think. <laughs> and so that helps a lot. I think where it loses me is some of what I would call the first world problems, where you have. Uh, things like Jess getting mad at her dad for wanting to help her with the wow. inn, you know, and, and get a loan on the inn. Like, you have, and then Trace, at a certain point, is mad at his dad for wanting to co-sponsor his loan. <laughs> like, that's not like, 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 calm down, people. Like, people offering to, to buy you property is not, uh, or to co-sign on a loan is not an insult. <laughs> like, I was... I mean- very annoyed with Brie that she was irritated at Simon for, for like basically getting her book published. Like that's insane. You know, and any author would be thrilled to have somebody who can help them. Cause like in any industry, it's all about who, you know, getting the right, you know, getting your book in front of the right people, the right faces, like it's ridiculous. And so stuff like that was very annoying I thought, to me. Uh, so that would be my problem with the series. I don't know if any of you, if either of you felt
1: that at all. I mean, if somebody gave me money, if my dad was like, Hey, I'm going to co-sign, I'd be like, heck yes, please yeah. do. Right?
0: <laughs> like neither of them have ever run a business before. So it's not like a bank is going to be like, yes, we want to sponsor your highly risky ventures.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're going to have to have a co-signer.
2: Yeah.
1: In real life too. Or
2: at least like an investor. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Um, those kinds of things don't bother me too much when it's, they don't dwell on it. And I don't feel like they dwelt on those issues that much in the show. I mean, I feel like, you know, it was obviously a conflict, but I feel like it was resolved pretty quickly. Um, I was thinking about this as we were preparing that the show more than any other show kind of reminds me of like what seventh heaven could have been if it had lasted like 12 more seasons (laughs) where all the kids are grown up and you know, just the dynamic of the children. Mm -hmm. Um, and as someone who loves seventh heaven, that's fine for me.
0: Right. Well, that sounds really, yeah, I agree with you. I think it definitely has that sort of flavor of like a party of five, seventh heaven, that kind of a feel to it. So I agree with you. And so let's just dive in. So the original premise of the show was about this family that is brought together from all the different locations uh, because of this grandma is sick and they need helper. And they were like a split family because of the mother had left the family to uh left her husband left the family to pursue a career in new york city and uh, so there's all these like hurt feelings wounded feelings but they've all decided to move back and try to try to make things right again and uh, yeah what do you think of this 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 premise uh, for a show amber
2: I, I really enjoy it. I think it's an interesting situation that you wouldn't really see a lot of people in. In a way, it kind of reminds me of Survivor in just seeing all these people who have had different experiences come together and try to like figure out how they can relate and socialize. Obviously, Survivor, it's like complete strangers in like mm-hmm. an obscenely strange situation. But whereas this show, it's you know a family who has a shared past coming together from their slightly different experiences and trying to figure out how they can relate and work together in their lives now. But I really enjoy that. And I think the show really shines the most when they explore, you know, the, uh, you know, the nature of family and the relationships of siblings and, and even with Mick and Megan trying to figure out how they can, you know, coexist as like an old divorced couple. Yeah. So I think it's
0: interesting there. Well, there's a lot of hurt feelings. I can definitely relate because uh, I mean, my parents are still together. My siblings and I are are incredibly different, and if we all lived in the same city, that would be interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It would be challenging. Uh, So, yeah, I can can kind of imagine uh, because there's uh, how many? See how many of them are there? There's let's see. There's Uh, five. Five. So there's six in my family. So know we got one more to add to the drama but uh but yeah it would be it would be interesting so <laughs> I, can, I can see uh so uh, what do you think about this overall premise of this family all kind of gathering back together after they've been sort of divided casey um
1: you know it's kind of nice because you see so many broken families and broken homes and you know broken relationships so just seeing that dynamic play out, even though, you know, they're siblings that have issues with their mom or each other or their dad or whatever. Um, it's just nice to see that, you know, you know, you can always come home and I really appreciate that. Uh, I don't know, that story, that theme, I guess. I mean it is the theme song of the show, but (laughs) it's nice to, you know, as adults we can always come home
0: Yeah. So, all right, let's dive into the characters. And we figured if we talk about the characters, we'll kind of cover most of the points of the first two seasons. So we start with the dad. We have Mick, the dad, played by Treat Williams. And uh, yeah, so he hasn't had a ton of story. His main role is to be sort of the confidant and to be the sage kind of character for the various siblings. I think. Uh, he hasn't had, like, a love interest, which is interesting, I feel like. And uh, he his main plot, I guess, has been this land trust uh, <laughs> with his brother. That they, His brother's an environmental lawyer, and his brother uh, wants to do certain things with the land, and Nick wants to develop the land, so it'll make more money. And, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Amber, what do you think about Treat Williams as Mick?
2: <laughs> um, I feel like Treat Williams as Mick does a great job. I'm just going to start there. I feel like, however, Mick is, has no storyline of his own. Yeah. Because the land trust is the most boring and frustrating thing to me. And I really hope, I hope so much that they drop it in season three. I would love for him to do literally anything else. Like if if Trace goes off and does his country star gig, which we'll talk about later, doesn't Mick owns part of the he invested in the club, right? Yeah, he did. So it would be fun watching him be like a club owner, navigating that by himself.
0: That'd be good. I'd watch. Yeah, that'd be good. I wonder about you, Casey? What do you think of Treat Williams as Mick? I think he's I think he's like the perfect like person to play
1: Mick as like the dad the dad the really strict dad workaholic turned grandfather kind of coming to be a little soft and all that stuff um like Amber said yeah there was no storyline with him um I mean if trying to think back to season one too like he he really didn't have a storyline except being the dad and then the the whole land trust thing which I was super confused about by the way <laughs> I, I I just I can't with that but uh <laughs> uh yeah I think he's he needs he definitely needs a storyline um whether it's I thought he would I thought he and Megan were gonna tr- kind of start something up again yeah uh, and they seem to move away from that but I yeah I- yeah. But I'm kind of glad they didn't go right there, you know, because it's like, oh, mom comes back. Oh, they're going to fall in love and get, like, I feel like that just needs to, that that can drag out a little bit. Yeah. Um, we need to just drop the whole, the land trust thing. Um, but I would like to see him in a, some kind of relationship. I think that would make an interesting dynamic for his kids. Yeah,
2: yeah I think actually it would be your, your so listen to this, plan. He starts dating someone and Megan doesn't like it.
0: Yeah. That would yeah, that be could fun. Be, that would be really fun. Yeah.
2: Plus it would give him something to do aside from the land trust.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We just want him away from the land trust. Cause I think they were trying to have this sort of divide between him and his brother, different philosophies, and also then the polling between his mom we'll talk about next and um, we will talk about it in a couple of things and it just didn't work it was just boring and it was kind of confusing about what exactly was the conflict like what was the problem here yeah and uh, why couldn't they find some kind of compromise i don't know but anyway there were all kinds of very tense civic meetings about the land trust uh so okay but i do love tree williams i i think he is really good I, in uh, in here as just sort of this sage kind of guy to give people a pat on the back and kind of reassure them. Uh, so then we have Megan, played by Barbara Niven, and so she is an interesting character because she you know left a family, which is interesting. I feel like for particularly for Hallmark to have a female character that would do something so non maternal, you know, or seemingly non maternal uh, and basically i feel like her role especially in the first season was like everyone has to she was the person that everyone has to learn to forgive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think the i think for the most part everybody's there except for jess i think jess is the only one i feel like connor's pretty cool with her i feel like kevin's cool uh brie you know she's ended up working in brie's store and her bookstore And Abby's fine, it seems like, with her mom. So I think Jess is the one left with still that baggage. And uh, so we just need to see what happens there. Uh, But the only thing that I wish we got a little bit more, like, thing is I don't really understand if everybody kind of hated her so much. Like, what exactly her motivation of moving home was to try to repair things or just to, I don't know, it feels a little random. To me, You know,
2: but. I don't know that everyone hated her. I mean, I don't feel like Abby or um, Kevin really dis- like, had bad feelings towards her. Mm-hmm. Um, and Connor is the one we see, like, hanging out with her in New York. So, I mean, if anything, there was probably just problems with Bree and Jess, like, still resenting her. But I feel mm-hmm. like for the most part, it's always been mostly just Jess. Yeah.
0: But there was – s- I swear there was one episode with her and Connor – that was heated yeah. and then he kind of got over it and um, maybe i'm remembering wrong but well i mean
2: they would still have com- you know complicated feelings but i don't think mm-hmm. they're like oh don't ever talk to me you're not even my mom which is kind of how jess is
0: right and that's fair yeah. That's fair yeah,
2: uh, I feel like,
0: uh,
1: connor was connor's like a hothead anyways like he you know gets mad at his dad, he gets mad at his siblings, gets mad at, like, but he's just, like, that's just his personality. I don't think he was ever, I think he was a little annoyed, maybe hurt okay. with his mom, but I think he kind of got over it, whereas Jess was definitely, like, you know, super resentful, and I think Brie still has a little bit of unresolved feelings towards her mom, but she's super, I don't know, brush everything under the table kind of girl, Yeah. I feel like, and I feel like they just need a, Open that up and result. Like she just needs to have that conversation, and I feel like there were a couple times where it started, but then it just something got interrupted or whatever. But I think Kevin and Abby were the only ones that were actually cool with their mom since the
0: divorce. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense, I guess, because they're the two older ones. Right. And Jess is one of the younger ones. Jess and Connor were younger. So it kind of makes some sense. Uh, And I think that it helps a lot that you have Barbara Niven as this character, because she's just so likable and so sweet that it helps make the character likable, despite having left her family. Like, I don't know, you're just sort of naturally pulling for her.
2: Yeah, and frankly, I mean, that happened before we knew them, so it's kind of like he said, she said, like, we don't know. <laughs> like, I, I honestly, I mean, obviously I care about how it informs the characters' pasts, but I don't care about it going forward.
0: Mm-hmm. But I think it helps having her as such a likable actress. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if we had
2: seen her leaving them, that would be much more impactful than them just telling us yeah, that she had fair. left.
0: That's true. That's true. What do you see going forward with uh with Megan and Megan's character.
2: I mean, I don't know what I mean her storylines have basically been I'm now moving into my house and now I need to find a job. Check, check. So yeah. I she could go in any direction if if she does any sort of thing outside of the kids, it could be in any way.
0: Do you think they'll give her a romance this season? Ooh
2: i i kind of see them giving mick a romance before they give her one
0: yeah probably but you never know yeah so okay so then we have nell who is played by diane ladd she's the grandma figure of the show and i forgot one storyline that i do not care about at all is the dylan o'malley lost love in ireland storyline.
2: Oh. <laughs> I do not understand where the storyline is going, and frankly, it fascinates me because I have no idea. Like, if they said, oh my gosh, Dylan O'Malley was a leprechaun the whole time, I would be like, wow, they went there. Like, I don't even know, like, I this this is the most bizarre storyline to give a character I've ever, like, obviously having a lost love is fine, but like, she's, she like almost died. Like, 20 minutes ago, how is she going to manage to go to Ireland and come back and be healthy and, like, start a romance without one of them dying or being dead? I don't know. It's, she's, it's fine. Like, old people can find love. It's okay. It's just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand.
0: Maybe they'll find him on, like, the Irish version of Tinder or something. I don't know. Like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) what's going on? And the weird thing with that was, like, they 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 hinted at it in season one and then she announces it and then she leaves and then she comes back in season two nope no word it's like grandma's back
2: well I want them to to pay off on this but not a lot just like just enough to be like oh yeah Dylan O'Malley died that was a mistake huh (laughs) or like something like I just need to what was the point why did we waste this much time on it
0: yeah grandma. i guess i just it's it's uh it's i just didn't i don't know i just didn't care about it
1: really i mean wouldn't it be weird if your grandma went across like the pond and was like oh i had a another lover <laughs> so,
2: you know? like frankly it would Robert. be weird if she went across the street like yeah let alone travel all the way to fricking Ireland.
0: It reminds me of, there were, I swear, there were half a dozen or so episodes of, of the Golden Girls where Sophia, there was some lost love in Her Sicily. Love from
2: Italy, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, that's never my favorite. So maybe I'm just, I don't know. But we'll see what happens with good old Dylan and uh, and with Hermine I think really her main role is just to be the sage council wisdom grandma character. And she does that very good. Diane Ladd is good. I, I wish that her accent was a little bit better, but <laughs> that's not all that I have to say. <laughs> um, She's good. And okay. So let's get into the kids diving into the kids. So we have Abby played by Megan Ori and she is, I guess, kind of the lead, would you say, of the show and yeah. the, the, mm-hmm. the lead of the show. And she has two kids. She is divorced. In the first season, we saw her go through a custody battle with her ex who had like a solid ground for, for complaining because she'd broken the, the rules of the custody like by going to uh, Chesapeake Shores. And uh, so there was that whole drama, and that all got resolved. And, of course, she had been in love with Trace and then had left to go to the big city, as all Hallmark girls do. And uh, <laughs> and they start their sort of relationship up again. And, uh, yeah, her two kids, super cute. I don't know. What do you think about Abby, uh, Amber?
2: I really do like Abby. I think it's fun that she is like a very successful woman like we don't often get to see that without any judgment on the show yeah. and they don't seem to present her you know working hard and providing for her kids and being successful at her job in any sort of like negative light which is really great um and i think she is a good mom to her kids mm-hmm. um and i think she has terrible taste in high school boyfriends
0: <laughs> what do you think, Casey, about, uh, about Abby? Uh,
1: yeah, I re- I like her character. Um, she's pretty empowering. Like you said, like, you know, being a working mom, um, super admirable and she's like top dog, VP finance, smart woman. <laughs> I'm
2: just like, whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh,
1: but I, I liked her. I didn't mind her relationship with Trace in season one. Mm-hmm. Um, I I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of cute, adorable. You know, the whole, oh, we're typical hallmark, you know. Uh, season two, I was, I I was, mm, Trace, hmm. He, <sighs> he, he just frustrated me. But oh, okay. I kind of hope she gets with um
2: Victor Webster so much dad (laughs) me too so much that is just my fondest wish I mean it's not gonna happen because Hallmark won't let me but that is just what I hope
1: for (laughs) I just
2: feel like they had so
1: much more chemistry Mm -hmm. in like the really like what 30 second clips that we saw of like PTA dad and Abby and then Abby and Trace was like oh he's like a frat boy (laughs)
2: Yeah, like, Vic, like, Trace is like, oh, you should grow up. And Victor Webster is like, I'm a man. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah, you are, Victor Webster. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Victor Webster is a pretty great. Yeah. And Megan Ory is just gorgeous. My, yeah, well, yeah. obviously. She's just stunning. Obby. They They did like a very beautiful cast, but she's just... They're all beautiful. She's just stunning. And uh, they did get two really cute kids to play her kids. <laughs> they did a good job. Two sisters. And so, yeah, I, when do you, I mean, it's kind of hard. Let's talk about Trace and then we'll talk about where we think they're, all, they're going. It's kind of hard to talk about um, where Abby's going without talking about Trace. So, okay. So we have Trace played by Jesse McCaff, And he's a musician. Uh, he's had this drama with his band because he fell asleep while driving them or something. And uh, he almost killed people. There's all this drama. He doesn't want to travel with the band because he doesn't want to repeat the mistakes that he made. There's this singer who is songwriter, who is, they they kind of have a relationship, but they didn't really, I don't know. There's some, whatever. And uh, with that, uh, but Trace, uh, there there's this, in i think it's season two with uh the head of the label where he really like the label wants to make him a solo singer and he fights to make them the whole band anyway all this drama and at the end of the second season there's did they officially break up or did they just what ha- do you remember <laughs> they didn't break up they didn't break but up he but- was like I
2: they want me to go on tour and she's like, well, you shouldn't wait here forever. Hmm. I that's my understanding, Casey.
1: Yeah. Break. They. It
2: was like a Ross and Rachel.
1: (laughs) They on the break. Um. I just so I just watched that because I couldn't remember if they actually broke up or if they were taking a break. Um. I think it was more. I don't think they broke up. I was, was thinking, Laura, I will wait for you forever. We're going to be
0: apart. I was thinking that she said that at first, and then she was like, "Oh, this is not, you know, like this is not going to work. I'm holding you back, and I got to like let you go, kind of thing." And he was like, "No, or something." I thought there was something like that. but I think she was like, I have to physically let you
2: go. Don't worry. I'll still be here. You can leave. <laughs> okay. And he was like, perfect. <laughs> but I don't know if he was actually going. Anyway, I want him to go be successful on his band. And I want them to break up and for her to date Victor Webster. <laughs> the end.
0: So I, I like Jesse Metcalf. I think he's super charming. I think he has sort of a, he's like a, he has sort of a Matthew McConaughey vibe to me I think that he's handsome I think that he's I think he is charming and I think they actually do have good chemistry I disagree with you guys and I I don't I don't hate his character like you guys do I think he's fine there, there's definitely some melodrama with the whole thing with with him being mad at his dad that whole drama was really dumb well his dad's
2: there that's over
0: and uh you know so there are definitely moments where i was like Ugh. but for the most part i think he's fine i like him just fine and i like jesse Metcalf, and i think he's very handsome
2: i just think trace is selfish and i hate him
0: uh-huh.
2: what do you think casey
1: <laughs> i wouldn't go that far <laughs> i like the drama we wouldn't have a story if we didn't have any drama i i just feel like he just needs to make up his mind Um. I'm trying to think back to season two. There, It just felt like he was, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm 110% committed to this relationship, but then I'm also with the band and like, it's Abby, and then the band and then Abby's kids and the band it, it just, you know, going back and forth. And, um, Mom. Oh, and then the whole him and Lee, is that her name? That mm-hmm. thing right there. Mm-hmm. It, when they, the producer told him, you are better solo and like he you know i get they have to make him noble and he has to be all like you know i'm gonna do the right thing but i mean hey uh, props but that would be a good way to get away from her (laughs) just to you know you
0: can go away now (laughs) yeah Yeah. it, it was hard to believe it's true i agree with you but i i the whole like should he pick should he pick Megan or go on tour is ridiculous. Like he's a musician, like musicians go on tour. Like that's like, it's.
2: Yeah. But to- Megan is, they're not married. They're not engaged. They're just dating. And she has two kids. Like she doesn't need to bring that drama and instability into the life of her kids.
0: Why not? I mean, it's not really, un- it's not in- unstable. It's just a person going on tour. Like, he, I mean, I just feel like any, any career when you're in the, when you're in, I don't know, how old do you think these people are supposed to be? Like
1: mid thirties. You think that old?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> whenever you're starting out a career, like whether it's, you're going to be a doctor and you're in, you're in at work 60, 70, 80 hours a week every week, like that's just the way it is. Like whether you're a lawyer and you're your first like three, five years, it's brutal. Whether you're like, whatever you're doing when you're first starting, like as a, as a, as a couple, you just have to realize, okay, like this is it. We want you to be successful. We want our, and so we have to make it work. And so the idea that like, I don't know, you couldn't come to some kind of compromise between Uh, between this is kind of silly to me. You just, as adults, you sit and you say, okay, how long's the tour? Uh, Are you going to call every night? What are we going to do? Like, it's not one, or it shouldn't be one or the other. Like, I don't know. I think that's ridiculous. Like, musicians have relationships all the time. And I don't know. Yeah. I think they also had a lack of communication. I think that was the biggest problem
1: I had with them as a couple in season two was it just felt that, You know, Trace was getting, you know, really excited about his music stuff, which is fine. You know, he's getting successful. That's great. That's what he's, you know, worked towards. But then Abby would sit there and be like, oh, okay. Like, you know, it was just, I feel like they didn't have that communication like they did in season one. Mm -hmm. And they were just losing that. And I think, I don't know if it's because Abby, was you know working a lot because i know they you know she got like that big promotion and then she was you know having that mom guilt with not spending time with her kids and then she has a relationship with trace and um i don't know i feel like there are a lot of issues with their relationship
0: mm-hmm. um yeah no, so. no doubt about that uh what do you think casey will happen with uh, not what you want to happen but what do you think will happen between megan Maybe. and trace Ooh. I, okay. So I, why did I
1: say Megan and Trace between Abby and Trace? Sorry. (laughs) I knew what you meant. (laughs) Uh, Abby and Trace. I, I think they're going to go through some more rocky road. So I, I don't, I can, I can see them really struggling in their relationship just with, you know, they're, they're two different. They're, they're in different parts of their lives. Like, yes, they grew up together. They had a relationship. They rekindled the relationship. But, you know, when you're a mom of two girls and you're working and then you have, you know, he is, you know, with the band, he was getting all, you know, buddy-buddy, you know, bromance with his band and they're going two different ways. I can see that, str- like, that's that's a lot of, that's a lot of adjustment and a lot of compromise and a lot of logistics and I can see them really struggling and how to make it all work together. Yeah.
0: Amber, what do you think?
2: Oh, what do I think will happen? Uh, they'll make it work and it will be lame drama, but they're like, oh my gosh, they're meant to be together. So they'll be together.
0: Yeah, I think there'll probably be something like that. They'll come up with some kind of compromise. I bet there will be some kind of, some kind of, oh, you think you're with this other person, but you're not really miscommunication in that regard in some way.
2: Yeah, and like, they'll have this big miscommunication and then Trace will be like, no way, let's get married. And she'll be like, perfect, this solves everything. And I'll be like, this does not solve any of your problems. (laughs) But everyone on Twitter will be like, this is so romantic. This is the most beautiful love story I've ever seen. And I'm like, this is not healthy and they're not communicating. They're just putting a marriage band-aid over it.
0: Yeah. I could see. I could see that. I, I think it's going to be a
1: Ross and Rachel. They're going to just drag it out for 10 seasons.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I could see that as well.
1: <laughs> I mean, how boring would that be though? Like, okay, yes, season three,
0: season four, we're having a wedding. Unless I mean, Look a what they did with Windfalls the Heart. I mean, hopefully... <laughs> <laughs> five seasons i mean <laughs> at least to just being sure we got a couple of kisses i mean good grief uh so yeah <laughs> i'm not, not expecting an actual marriage this season that's <laughs> for sure so all right let's move on so we have Uh, We have Brie, played by Amelia Lerup, and she is the playwright who got writer's block and is struggling, but then she ends up buying this bookstore, and uh, yeah, so that was mostly season two, and then she gets in this romance with this author, this YA author that she was willing to criticize his books that made him fall in love with her or whatever (laughs) and named Simon. And that was where we got the, to me was very annoying plot of him selling her book. And she was very upset with him for doing that, which is completely absurd and ridiculous. And, uh, but yeah, so, but I like Brie pretty good. I mean, I think Amelia is a charming and stunning actress and she is the one that I think looks the least like the group. <laughs> she sort of think. I mean, I guess she does look quite a bit like Barbara Niven. So maybe it's believable, but I don't know. She's, she's, she's the one that's the most likely to be the milkman's baby. of <laughs> All of the O'Briens. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to see what happens with her. I feel like she's the one that's the most sort of open of what could happen of all of them. Uh, and, uh, yeah. So what do you think of Brie Amber?
2: Um, I really like Brie. I think she doesn't quite know what she's doing with her life. I mean, I know she's got the bookstore and whatever, but I don't think she's like confident in any of her choices and she's just needs to find that bit of herself. I think um, the storyline where she's going to get published, it's going to go forward. And then she'll probably be like super successful and it'll be like the most amazing book of all time. But, um, I'm excited to see what she's going to do. I hope she gets different romance for than Simon. I wasn't that
0: into Simon. Mm-hmm. What do you, do you think that we'll see Simon again or no? I kind of think no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of think so too. What do you think, Casey?
1: Oh, I think we'll see Simon. Um, I didn't dig their relationship as much. Uh, I mean, they were, they, there were moments where they were cute together and I was like, oh, "Okay." But um I don't know. He, he it wasn't it wasn't the wow factor for me like with their relationship. Like I thought that her and David had a little more zing <laughs> than her and Simon. But to be me. fair,
2: Carlo Marx has so much zing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. yeah. So um the the book thing, so I I I can understand why she would be upset about the book thing if because she's not confident. So she's already been shut down by her ex-boyfriend. She's, you know, she's in the relationship in the the script that she was writing. So if her confidence level is super low and then she gave him the the manuscript in conf, like, you know, she like that that's like her her built, building her confidence trust whatever. Um in him and then he's sending it off to be published and she's not ready for that. I mean, I feel like I would I wouldn't be like angry. <laughs> and I don't know that she was angry. I feel like she was more that upset, shocked, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna
0: get over this maybe. Um then Yeah she practically broke up with him over it. I I I guess for me, because my sister is a published author and I saw what she went through and just so it just was like ridiculous to me like the uh, any author would be would would be excited about their book getting published i mean it just felt ridiculous to me but i uh, you know i i guess i have to just suspend my disbelief uh, <laughs> for this kind of show and uh but um but anyway i see your point what do you think ha- we'll see uh, happening with brie this season casey Ooh. I feel like Bree
1: Bree's going to I think Brie is going to she's going to have some kind of crazy choice to make because her storylines are always the most broad um I I don't know I I just don't know what's going to happen with her like I feel like she's going to she's going to have some crazy choice to make like mm. go on book tour with Simon and maybe she's not just I don't know she keeps on in her relationship with him I don't know yeah, um,
0: yeah. it'll be interesting to see I wouldn't be surprised if yeah we don't ever like see Simon again <laughs> I don't know it'll be interesting to see Talk about Kevin played by Brendan Penny, and uh, he started out as medic in the army he's has this injury in season one and uh, he was engaged briefly, and then he has some PTSD sort of things, but he ends up falling for a firefighter who is played was played by Jessica Sypos, who was in Sign Seal delivered to the altar. I realized that, yeah, today. <laughs> uh, and she is like, really this firefighter uh, is a widow, I believe. mm-hmm. I uh and she is really resistant to any kind of relationship uh and yeah i mean brendan penny has star power woo and i love his interactions with megan Ori. and i think that so i like abby and kevin a lot together they're really good i think their scenes you know when they're just like eating ice cream or just talking i think really good and I, I mean, I haven't been that big a fan of either of his relationships, to be completely honest. Uh, so I I hope that they will get somebody new, and uh, I don't know somebody he has a little bit more chemistry with. Uh, what do you think, Casey? About Kevin? I love Kevin. I'm like, can you be my brother?
1: Because <laughs> I don't have a big brother, and you would be the perfect one. <laughs> um, I he's he's just so I don't know. He's—I don't want to say nurturing. That's a really weird word. But he's just like the perfect big brother. I feel like for the the O'Brien clan, um, relationship-wise, uh, Georgia. She just kind of came out of nowhere and then left out of nowhere. It was kind of like a hot minute of Georgia. <laughs> and, um, Sarah of Sarah.
0: Yeah, Sarah.
1: I, I think so I think I just felt bad for her because of her story Mm -hmm. um I liked that they could relate to each other on that level but again I wasn't really it wasn't the wow factor um for me yeah um
0: am am I right in remembering that he decided to go to medical school in the end of last season I think so
1: yeah. So, oh, so I think he decided to go to medical school, but then didn't he decide to go to like EMT school or something or like maybe that? It was
0: EMT
2: yeah, I, he yeah. decided to be an EMT. I think okay. instead of a doctor. Yeah, I could remember. Which, like, yay! I don't care what he does as a job. I would have preferred hunky fireman, but <laughs> whatever. I hope that we don't see Sarah again because she was born to me. Just not uh-huh. nothing against Jessica Sypos because I thought she did a she does a fine job. It's just Sarah is just like the boringest. Um, I loved Georgia a lot, but I don't know if it was necessarily that I loved Georgia or if I just like really loved Allie Liebert being Georgia. Um and I don't think we'll ever see Allie Liebert on the show again. So that's just mm-hmm. a terrible, terrible time for me. Ali Lieber should be in everything. Um, so, but like you said, I hope that he gets like
0: a new love interest. Because I think the problem with uh, Sarah was that it felt like a stretch to believe that you've got this beautiful man, Brendan Penny, and he's being so nice and so wonderful and everything like that. And I don't know, it just seemed hard to believe that she would really like be so resistant and so damaged. I don't know, it just didn't quite, like, come on. to me at least I remember feeling that way but yeah hopefully he'll get a new relationship and uh yeah it should be interesting to see what happens
1: yeah I okay real quick back to the Kevin in the schooling thing it's Uh just so I'm in a military town it's just weird to me that He didn't go to school while he was in the military before.
2: Well, he was a medic in the army. So I don't think it's necessarily that he has to go to like EMT school. It's just, he's decided he's going to be like an EMT and he probably has to go through like their training course, which is just like some, just like getting his certification to be an EMT or something.
1: Or his original plan to be a doctor. Cause I mean, like military will pay for that. Yeah. Well, he was doing that, I think. Yeah. I don't know. It was just the whole, the whole military and schooling thing. I was like,
2: sh-
1: you you wanted to be a doctor, but you went into the military probably as an enlist. Like my mind went all over that. And I was like,
2: Hmm.
1: Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt like there was some kind of conflict involved with that, but I can't uh, remember what the conflict was. I guess it was just trying to decide what to do. So it makes you to see what happens with that. I mean, he also has his, um, you know, PTSD that was, like, lightly touched on in the second season. Uh, so, interesting if they dive into that at all, or if they'll forget that. <laughs> so. I hope
1: they dive into that because that's a pretty deep topic. I yeah. feel like they can do a lot with that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it would be very interesting and I feel like Brendan Penny could pull it off, but
0: mm-hmm.
2: my guess, they're not going to talk about it.
0: Yeah, it could be like a like Jack and Wendell's heart. <laughs> it was brought up for no apparent reason at all. Um, okay, so we have we have Jess played by Lacey Malay. Uh, and she is the most bitter about her mom. She bought this inn and she doesn't want any help at first, at least in renovating it and renting it out and but everything seems to go pretty well especially because she has carlo marx uh, playing david who is the chef and he is great at everything and we find out at the end of the last season that he's also from like a really rich family and it kind of irritated me that <laughs> she she seemed kind of huffy at him for like saving her butt when she accidentally bought like all of these books and uh, he's like, "How could you not tell me you were from this rich family?" I'm like, "Oh." And uh, I don't. Know, I thought that was annoying. And uh, but overall, they have pretty good chemistry, I think, between Karl Marx and her. And there's, I think, the inn provides a place for a lot of cute scenes for not only her character but other characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it, I think, it works pretty well. I think she's good. What do you think, Amber? Of of uh, jess
2: i think jess is a very interesting character i really enjoy her relationship with david i am terrified that they have written david off the show and we will never see him again because he was the best part of her storyline and also he was the only reason why her freaking in worked because she can't cook she can't do anything and he literally can do everything right um So I hope that he comes back.
0: That's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Casey, what do you think? Um,
1: I, so the first season, Jess, I was super like, are you kidding me? She just was so super spoiled and like the whole, you know, angry at her mom thing. And I was like, just talk to your mother. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She has a great explanation. We're all adults here. Um, But then season two, she just seemed to grow up and she just really seemed to, um, you know, mature a little bit. I think David was a big part in that. Um, and then I started really liking Jess and then I really started liking her and David because at first I was kind of like, are you kidding me? That's the same guy that your sister just had like a 30 second fling with (laughs) over those books. Um, but I think they're super adorable. Um, And then the whole, you know, oh my goodness, you didn't tell me that you're rich. Like, have you not heard of Google? (laughs) Do you not know who you're paying? Like,
0: that was a little... And they're all rich. Like, this is not, like...
2: Well, the best part is, she's like, they're like, well, how much do you pay him? And she's like, do I pay him? Like, (laughs) he's just, like, hanging out with her because he's like, this is the greatest. Let's do (laughs) this. He's just, like, literally a dream person.
0: Yeah.
2: And I don't know if that kind of wonder can be sustained past, you know.
0: Two seasons?
2: One season, really. Yeah. Please yeah. bring Carlo Marx back, you guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just like, you're rich. You have, like, you bought an inn as a young person with very little experience or no experience. And you refurbished it on your own. <laughs> like you're, not, you're doing very well. Uh, so yeah. So let's talk about. Uh, I guess we say. Do we have any predictions for Jess? I guess you don't see um, uh, things going well with David, at least Amber.
2: I really hope they do, though. I just don't feel it in my bones because so- I want it to happen so much. But he's also been in so many other Hallmark projects, like, as a small character. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, it could be interesting. What was that mystery one that he was in? It was in the, was it the second? It was a Haley
2: Dean, yeah, the second Haley Dean.
0: Dean. Uh, What do you think, uh, Casey, will happen with Jess? I,
1: I hope they I hope he comes back. I hope they get together. They're the best relationship there is on the show right now. Um, they're super, super cute. Um, yeah, I just, I really hope they bring them back and that they do. I hope they, I hope they develop their relationship and not just like throw a ring on the finger just because it's Hallmark. Um, But then I also am kind of curious about the whole, her whole PTSD thing that they mentioned in season one, like she was having a dream that she was drowning or Mm -hmm. she was in water or something, and then they completely dropped that. The Citation.
2: Yes. That's the name of the ship she was on that we finally, because they were like, oh, you are going to tell about the Citation? And I'm like, what's the Citation? And then they finally said it was some ship. And then that's it. I would love, love if we explored and actually explained the citation thing. Yes.
0: Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Good. That's good. Uh, So yeah, I would like to see her grow up a little bit and deal with her mom a little bit. Yeah. More maturely. So we'll see what happens with that. All right. So let's talk about the best one of all. We're talking about Connor, (laughs) played by Andrew Francis, who is the best. Uh, And he basically, he'd finished law school and then he got this corporate job. And as is the right choice when you have a horrible, evil corporate job, he quit in epic fashion, which I was very proud of him for. And then he is basically like figuring out what to do next. And he starts doing some work for his uncle, who is in environmental law. Um, and he had the least I think relationship time spent on him there was this girl that he'd gone to law school with named Danielle uh, who was in a few episodes but not not much uh, for Connor but uh, Amber what do you think of Connor
2: you know I'm just I don't like Andrew Francis that much.
0: Uh. <laughs>
2: That is such a lie. We love Andrew Francis. I just wanted Rachel to be mad. Because um, Rachel loves Andrew Francis. Um, I'm pretty sure she's never wanted to watch Supernatural until today when I said, oh, and Andrew Francis was in an episode of Supernatural, and she thought, maybe. Maybe yeah. I'll give it a try. Tell me, is that true?
0: It's true story. It's
2: a true story. <laughs> a true story. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I really love Andrew Francis, and I think he carries off his I feel pretty lame storyline quite well mm-hmm. um Rachel loves people's jobs. I don't care what people do for a living. I'm just like this is just the side stuff until you can date someone unless you're like Jim and Pam and you fall in love with the office. um That was an office reference to the movie the office- the show the office okay um so I hope he gets a little bit more of a love interest in this season. But if not, like, Andrew Francis just bopping around with his hair and his face,
0: (laughs) I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. I guess what I like people's jobs is because it's where we spend the majority of our day. And so I think it's really interesting, like, what motivates us and why we do what we do. And and, uh, I don't know. It's, I guess maybe because I haven't had, like, a ton of relationships in my life. Like, work has been a very important thing. And something that was a huge moment of my life when I quit my job, and when I was uh, when I was 27, that was a huge moment of my life. And so I really relate to those storylines, and I really like that uh, that topic to be explored. Uh, so I don't know, Casey, what do you think about Connor? Um, I think he is the most relatable.
1: Right. Like, See. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's like, you know, he, he suffered through school, suffered through law school, then had this moment of, oh my goodness, I don't know, am I going to pass the bar? If I don't pass the bar, then I can't be a lawyer, and then I have to retake the bar six months from now, and then, you know, he passes the bar, then what am I going to do? Am I going to get hired? Like, I feel like that's so relatable, mm-hmm. um, you know, because, you know, I feel like a lot of us have all been there where we just don't know the next step, um, and he's not super, he's super, he's super human too, like, um, everybody else is just bopping around super happy, and like, angry at their, their parents, or, you know, book deals, and all that stuff, where, you know, he's just human, he just gets mad, because he's a human person, you know, I I just feel like he's the most relatable, relatable, um, of all the O'Brien siblings, um, uh, the whole him working for his uncle thing though. I, okay. I think it's because it's the land trust thing. That was, that kind of threw me a little, I was kind of like, okay, where is this going? Are you, are we going to have a father son conflict? No. Okay. It was, yeah.
2: Like true. Williams is just like, you're working for your uncle. That's fine.
0: That's a good job. I, can think of, I always think of, whenever it says environmental law, I always think of clueless. <laughs> Josh says, I, can't, I was thinking about environmental law. He says, the dad says, What do you want to have a miserable life? <laughs> Josh will have that regardless of what he does. <laughs> so, anyway, random aside. But yeah. uh <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think that that was trying to be some kind of drama that he's like on the uncle's side. With the but Lion then Trace. they they
2: took the winds out of that sails by having Treat Williams not care. Right,
0: <laughs> right exactly. they were like, "Good job." Yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think I, we gotta see a relationship from him this season. I think, right?
2: You, like I mean, Leo. you would imagine uh, that that would happen, but i don't know <laughs> i don't know about that girl who was uh his love interest slash yeah. whatever i don't know
1: his study buddy
2: <laughs> yes
0: buddy. Like, i didn't buddy. Even realize that she was the love interest to be completely frank until i think we did the podcast and you were like oh what about that i was like oh yeah i guess that was it was so brief it was very minimal Well, and
2: she was like like it kind of was like he changed his job or joined the thing to like sort of be by her and impress her so I could see her being around but I kind of don't see it I don't really see Connor's activism lasting unless he Mm -hmm. like changes entirely and I just don't see that from Connor like I feel like Connor likes suits too much and like having expensive khakis and expensive (laughs) polos so I don't see Connor like giving
0: up that life you know I, well knowing this family he'll like start his own practice so, Like what how old is he like was supposed to be like i don't know how old 25 or something and uh yeah so knowing this family since they all just start their own businesses with no problem i that i could see that <laughs> with his uncle they start like their own practice and uh anyway so his
2: well, uncle already has his own practice
0: Wasn't there something, though, that, like, he had been disgraced or something or, like, but then, like, then it was, I don't know, there was, what was, I I forget what was going on with the uncle. Girl,
2: the uncle comes on the screen. They talk about land trusts and I fall asleep. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Right, Casey? You're with me.
0: I am.
1: (laughs) That land trust thing, I I was like, are we done?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) So, yeah, we will see what... Connor does next so we'll be really excited so there you go we've talked about everybody and are uh, we excited about season three yeah I'm actually so excited it
2: may not come off across that way on the show because I'm like I hate everybody I wish they wouldn't date anyone that I was on the show but that's not true I really do enjoy I mean I enjoy the characters that especially the children I say the children but like you know the O'Brien yeah. siblings the clan the, um, I think they are all very interesting characters, even if they have boring storylines. And I think the actors all do a very great job. And I believe everything they do, even if I think their character is an idiot. I still, like, believe their choices, which is, you know, one of my, the main things I need is to, like, feel like I understand that their characters are making a reasonable choice
0: to themselves. I'm excited just to see, like, more cute scenes. Like, I I think they did such a good job with, like, cute little scenes of, like, Kevin and Abby talking or, like, cute little scenes of. of The girls
2: having their ice cream together. The girls on the bench. And I'm excited to see. I feel like, I do want to say, I feel like Trace and Abby's relationship was a little bit stunted by all of the giant bags they were using to cover her pregnant belly. And so it might, I wonder if that will might maybe help the
0: relationship. Uh, maybe, maybe so. <laughs> Are you excited, Casey, for season three? Uh, I am super excited.
1: Um, I think they'll find their, I think they'll find their voice this season. Mm-hmm. Um, season one, it was pretty strong. Season two was like, oh. Um, <laughs> season three, I, I think they'll, I think they'll really find it, Um I'm really excited. Love the cast. I think they all have awesome chemistry with each other. Um, hoping we have a little more excitement and no boring storylines. <laughs> Maybe yeah. like a
0: love triangle. Maybe some. We'll look forward to Dylan O'Malley coming and saving the land trust. And- As a tre- leprechaun. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it would be honestly. Um. Could you even imagine how amazing it would be if Dylan O'Malley shows up and he's like some major. Villain for like the season three. <laughs> yeah, that would be really. Fast. It would be so worth it. He shows up and he like is trying to not only buy the land from the land trust out from under them, but he like is trying to like force them off of their family's home, like. And that'd um,
1: be great. Maybe, maybe he's like mixed dad and not the uncle, the brothers. <laughs>
2: i mean that's a little much for hallmark that's that's not happening on hallmark
1: (laughs) (laughs) we can hope for something exciting
2: (laughs) i mean maybe maybe on hallmark movies and mysteries but not
0: hallmark and then you could find out that they were like i i could see them doing like oh they were actually like engaged but then like she called it off for some reason or Whatever, like, some like they of- could
2: maybe count of Monte Cristo. This, where like <laughs> they were married, and then she thought he was dead, so she hurried and married yeah. the other guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. maybe, yeah. maybe, but no, yeah, no like, way. They're not yeah. doing that to Nell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I could see there being some kind of shenanigans like that. We will see, but uh, but yeah, uh, it should be a lot of fun. I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, I like these kinds of soapy, fun dramas so should be good and we'll look forward to talking about it each week and uh, we uh we're gonna have lisa on way we, sometimes we'll have casey on sometimes we'll just uh we're just gonna take whoever we can get uh, for the just make we sure want that- you to
2: hear as many opinions as possible yes. because if it's just rachel and i going i love trace well i hate trace it's not gonna be fun for anybody yeah, <laughs> i mean it might be fun for us but meh.
0: <laughs> yeah might get a little repetitive week to week so we're really excited about that it's going to be a lot of fun and uh, let us know uh, what you think about the first two seasons about these different characters did we totally miss something Uh, let us know and uh, let us know in the comment section or on twitter we would love to hear your feedback and uh and so casey where can people find you you can find me at hallmarkmywords on twitter Great, and we'll have that in the uh, description section. You can check that out. And Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great, and you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube, so make sure to check that out. Really appreciate it. Make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarky's Pod on uh, all the social media and, on, uh, and we're available on all the different streaming apps for podcasting and um, YouTube. And please leave in your reviews for uh, us on iTunes. Very helpful for more people to be able to find the podcast. So we really appreciate it so much. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye Bye, everybody.